folks, one of the Redneck Country Podcast. You're on with Real Redneck Tom Millard. And of course, we've got the almost guy, Real Redneck Bill Tom Bill. Are you there? I am here, and uh, it's a beautiful night for a podcast. It's pretty quiet there. You are there, but that was very quiet. I am here. <laughs> are you awake? Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm awake, uh, ready to go. I've got my tea. Uh, beside me the weather outside is uh, is not great it's, <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, the weather is balmy we'll give it that it's balmy uh, so, I, it's a balmy I forgot day. my mug my podcast mug and my decaf tea tonight you're I, not I, supposed I, to talk yet I would Oh, why not? Because I didn't introduce you. I didn't even ask if your mic was well, hot. It's a spoiler it's alert now. Right. Now we know his mic's hot. Now we know his, his mic's hot. He's here, which is good. I like that. Well, I can pretend it's not hot. Let's do that. Yeah. For the whole podcast? <laughs> no. I'm, I'm sure there's, uh, there, there's many people out there who, who would like We'd to love hear what that. your dad has to say. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and sitting beside me as always is patriarch redneck country my father real redneck domilar dad yes your mic is hot yes it is how are you now good and you okay thank you yep i'm fine that's awesome <laughs> yeah and it is one of those uh those nights where it, it's kind of pretty special around here i've got laundry going uh it, I, I texted you earlier today and i said that we had the uh, the the podcast tonight but i, I got hunting laundry going and I'm surprised you didn't make any comments whatsoever I'm about waiting. my hunting laundry. If you could hear me, I was imploding a little bit because <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, so you've made tea, you've done the laundry. Hey, Candace, when you're done chopping wood out there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is how we roll in the Tom yeah. household. I, I know fixing you're your car, doing a brake job while you're in doing the laundry and yeah. making yourself some tea. And I can figure why you're probably so asleep at picturing you sitting there because uh, uh, it, it was your birthday. Happy birthday, Bill. Thank you very much. Yes. yes. We, we made it another year around the earth. Another year around the earth. And so yep. the photos that, that were coming up that I seen, I picked is you and I'm picturing this right now. I don't know if you're there right now, but in your cozy red flannel with your big freaking furry hat on sitting in the, in the cold room. I'm exactly where, where that picture is, but I've got my uh, Redneck Country podcast toque on with, uh, with my Alabama Crimson Tide uh, shirt and a cup of tea. And a, and a cup of tea. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, happy birthday. So before we go anywhere, was it a good birthday? Awesome. Awesome birthday. We uh, we went to Montreal for the weekend, Candace uh, and myself. Good. Always just good as fishing a, in Quebec. In Quebec. <laughs> we went to Quebec and uh, enjoyed the, the the time. I tell you, you know what? We go back. We there was. I won't go too much detail on this one because we only got a short short time. But it, it, the trip itself, um, it, the weather was terrible uh, driving there and back, but it was absolutely perfect for when we were there. We walked everywhere. Uh, I, we put 17,000 steps on one day um, because she took me all over the place. And and uh, this is a vacation, but we were up hills and in the Cathedral of Notre Dame and Old Quebec, Cobblestone Street. It was just I highly recommend it to anybody who wants uh, to get away from it and, and go do, do do something nice. Head to Montreal. It's a nice, nice trip. Montreal. So, and there's good yeah. fishing in Quebec. Yeah, in La Belle Province de Quebec. That yeah, was some, well some done. Time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I only know that's, two that's phrases and they both would get me in trouble. No, no, no. Yeah. One, one gets me out of class, go to the bathroom. Puis je la un toilette. The other one, it gets me in trouble. Yeah, yeah, we'll keep it keep it uh, PG rated here. But <laughs> I was surprised actually. To be honest with you, the English uh, was very uh, 
prevalent there. I didn't have to worry about the fact I couldn't speak very, very much French. And we uh, went to the uh, Olympic rings and uh, biodome. I sent you some pictures of me not getting arrested uh, in, in, in the fish tank. Boring. (laughs) So (laughs) great time. Good time was had by all. So that was what we did. And for my actual birthday itself, I had some good food and, and, uh, a cup of tea and, and a relaxing <laughs> evening. So, so if you're good. getting your laundry ready, then you're ready to hunt, right? Getting close. Yeah. I got to pack things up tomorrow night in the van and we leave. When I say we, everybody, uh, uh, the, uh Jay, TJ, they leave uh, Saturday morning and I do the same. So I'm hoping to leave out the house by probably, uh, just before 8am and get to the camp right around one o'clock, uh, where I can, Unpack, get the rifle sighted in, and uh, get ready for the week. You haven't so. got it sighted in yet? No, no, it's all sighted in. I just take a few practice shots to get the... Uh, <laughs> what was the know, last when, time when you I, shot when it? I clean, well, last season, but I clean it in between, right? So all the, the oils and stuff <laughs> down the barrel, I got to take one a, a shot to clean the oils out first. And the second shot is to make sure, you know, it's not... The scope's not off from any, you know, events that might have happened throughout the course of uh, the year, so... Good thing. We're all sighted yeah, in. Well, we're, we're all dead on. I've been throwing my clothes down in front of the washing machine, getting it ready to wash with the dead down wind. I'm going to stuff them in the charcoal bag, and I'll be good to go Monday morning. I got to go so see. You wash your own do. clothes, or do they go in front of the laundry and then they no, magically get done for you? No, I I wash my own clothes, make sure that the right laundry that dead down wind stuff is used, and then I stack, put them right into a. I uh, charcoal bag, and that's where they stay till I put them on Monday morning. I don't know yeah. if my clothes have been washed yet. <sighs> the last time I heard I'm he kidding. was I've got mine going. Bull. He says to me, "I'm still trying <laughs> yeah, to decide right. what I'm wearing." That's what he said to me. I'm still trying to decide yeah, what I'm wearing because I clean the garage on the weekend, yeah, which I have a hard time believing. The garage still. is spotless; it's ready to rock. He made it a family event. I didn't make it a family event. We're all going. I need some help moving that big stuff. Nope. We're all going out there as a family. So uh, the one question I do have to ask, did the the police show up for a domestic dispute with you trying to clean the the garage? (laughs) No, I listened to Jen quite just quietly and and took my orders. Yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure she's close to vouch for that. I I was running into check trigger locks. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah, no doubt. I I, yeah. I brought the the golf cart out and it hadn't been ran in a while, and because it's in the garage, so we got to pull that. We got to pull everything out so that you got room to now organize, right? Like this is this is what you do when you clean something, Bill. So I pull everything <laughs> out and get it all on the lawn and that. So I got to get the golf cart out, and I thought, hmm, well, I got the golf cart out. I might as well go for a rip down the road, just make sure it's still <laughs> running good. So. Jen's shaking her head. She's, can we just have a weekend where the police don't come? (laughs) (laughs) What fun would that be? Right? Right? You got to let the neighbors know you're still alive. So I go firing down the street and swing around and come back and pull in the laneway. And just as I let off the gas and roll up the laneway and Avery is going, can I go for a ride? Can I go for a ride? Absolutely. Well, this thing backfires and sounds like a gunshot going off through the whole neighborhood. And I ain't kidding you. It scared the crap out of me. Me and Jen screams from inside the garage. I bet you that echoed out like a banshee. And I went, 
Okay. Me driving a golf cart because the neighbors are used to it now. Probably not going to call the cops. The fact that that just happened and Jen's screaming <laughs> yeah. and I'm probably the only gun owner on the block. I better go make sure all my guns got trigger locks on because I'm certain somebody's getting called. Now. Yeah, there's there's going to be a phone call. <laughs> there's like five to... dogs three blocks away start howling and barking. I mean, it was loud when that sucker went off. Your neighbors must absolutely love you. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I think I've told the story where the one couple down, super nice guy, get along with him, great, came down and just said, you know, Todd, we, we were talking one. Yeah, you got like golf cart, you got the kids with these gas scooters. Now, wait, yeah, you'd be really suited for a place in the country, eh? Yeah. <laughs> he told me that. He says, he says you know, you're, we, we were talking, your, your son would really like a place in the country. I said, oh, he would. You guys want to fund the mortgage? Well, I'm sure he'll do it. <laughs> Which we might be there soon. <laughs> There's yeah. nothing in my madness, but the kids don't want to move. They want, they like their school and their friends. So here we are. Corn oh, behind my house. It, it's, it's, it's satisfies to, for the most part. But yeah, so garage See, is clean. Uh, it's well, ready to go. And, and, and I got a really odd question. You sent me a target today. Picture yeah. of a target. I did. Why? <laughs> what do you mean? Why? <laughs> I was sharing my successes, yeah, Bill. Let, let me let me go there. You know, yeah. from the last podcast, a week ago, I went down with Rick Early to the gun club, and he sighted in his new muzzle loader. And then a few days later, it was Todd, Bill, Michael, and me. But I'm already sighted in, so it's those three. And Bill never had to touch his scope at all. Brand new guns. Yeah. Scope. I'm pretty impressed with the, the fact that out of the box... Yeah. Nothing. No, nope, right on. Four shots. Never moved. Beautiful. Hmm. Well, Todd had his narrowed down. I thought pretty good. And so we all pack you it gotta up. You got to be comfy. We you got to be confident. So a week later, Wednesday, we go down to gun club and Bill and I are going to shoot trap and he takes his muzzle loader. He's, why are you taking that? He's, well, I want to tweak it a little. So he didn't even go to the trap line. He's out in the rifle range and we can hear him shooting and it's, dark we're quit we pack up we go back how'd you make out he says i was done i said what do you mean you were done he says well i i was done look at my target here we here i here's my group at 100 yards and he says i'm packing up and the gun slid he leaned it up against the rubber mat on top of the cement uh stand and it slid on the mat and fell on the cement pad <laughs> and he says, I just, laughing. Uh, I, I, I'm hurt. I'm hurt by that, Bill. He's like, I just took one more shot to see where it is, and it didn't hit the board. Oh, uh, I got to go get so the, like all the work. I mean, the, yeah. the, the, the hundred go, shots you had to put through to get it where it was. Yeah. Well, this is why we're on. Ain't a, nobody got time for a hundred shots in black Bill powder. Says, <laughs> Bill says, Why is he back there sighting it in? He did it a week ago. I said, And he calls me anal. He's tweaking her. He wants to be dead on every shot. I said, this yeah. is why we're always out of ammunition. This is why I buy four boxes of bullets at once. You keep buying them. I'll keep shooting them. Yeah, see? So <laughs> I run to the truck. I, I get the big six by six sheet of cardboard. We staple it up. Let's hope you hit the cardboard. Well, where were you with that shot? Well, like two feet high. It, so it's a learning lesson because, and that's what I said to Bill. I said, see, Bill's just got his first muzzle loader. I said, see that scope? You just can't drop it. Bill goes, yep. 
So that's a learning lesson. I said, that's exactly what it is. But yeah, I was two feet high and left. So I came back and And it's getting dark. There was a kid there wanting to shoot his 22. I say kid, he was, he's a bit younger than me, probably in his thirties. Wanting to shoot his 22, maybe late twenties. I don't know. Wanting to shoot his 22. And I felt bad. I said, I'm sorry, man. I, I deer hunt on Monday and I'm in panic mode now because I just, I was in and I just dropped my gun. I got to get it there. And he's like, nope, nope, that's fine. And he just stood there watching. So I ran back from the hundred yards. I put another bullet in her, moved my scope, shot again. And then I, I was down. I was, I was a bit low and still a bit left, but we were out of light. So then he went down. He's like, well, I'm still going to go shoot. So <laughs> good luck. I, uh, I took it over to the truck and I, I, I cranked my, my scope. I clicked her back up a few for what I figured I needed to be and put it away for, until tonight. So I got off work tonight. I blasted out there. And by myself, uh, did the code on the gate, got in, put the flags up, did all the jazz, take the first shot. And I was on just off the target paper and like the smaller square targets, but I was just off. So I thought, okay, I need to go about eight clicks right. And I need to go about eight clicks up. Up. I took another shot. Then I was about an inch to the right. Well, I sent you the picture. I was an inch, an inch high and an inch right. So I dialed her. And then I came in just a bit low and I dialed her again. And on an archery target, I guess you'd call it the X ring in the center. This is, this has a 10 in it though, 10 ring. And then there's a nine. As soon as I hit the center of the nine ring and uh, darn near parallel with the, at a hundred yards, put the gun away. We're good to go. Good to go. So that's what you got, Bill. You got those three shots on paper. Well, what what I got was there should be no excuses. That's all I got. (laughs) And you know, if a deer be. walks out to you at 100 yards, there should be no reason why that deer isn't in your freezer and typically or, or my, hanging in your garage. You're right. You're right. And typically my spot, my shots are like, I, like I, on, I, I shoot a lot of deer at 65 yards, but I shoot a lot of 30. So yeah. I, I rarely ever get a 100 yard shot. I mean, the longest shot has been like 80 something yards because I'm in a pinch point. And normally I got corn up, which pushes them right to me. They come out of the corn early in the morning. I wish the corn stays up. Cause they come out of that corn, that corn makes them comfy and they come into my woods in the pinch point and then drop over the edge of the ravine. And it's perfect because they're protected. They feel protected from the corn. The corn's up right to the edge of the woods. They're from the corn to the woods. They're actually right below me and it's go time. That's but, perfect. Yeah. All right. So that's, but then dad just said he went the for corn came off today. Yeah. Well, Both fields so you up think- top are picked. They're still you, on down the bottom. This, go ahead, Bill. Have you, have you hunted this spot? this close to the corn coming off before. Like, I mean, that's pretty close to the deer season for them to, we've been there you guys 45 anyways. years and we've been there. I shot my biggest buck the day after they took half the corn off yep. in the cornfield, okay. sitting in the middle the, of the cornfield. <laughs> we've hunted it with the corn half off. We've hunted it with the corn on. We've hunted it with 12 or 12 or 14 rows of head row taken off. We've hunted it with squash and being beans. And we've hunted it while they picked it during the week. We have hit, hunted it with every condition. Yeah. Yeah. They cut, they cut half the field the one day. The next day it was on the Tuesday. We had one tag left. The next day was on the, it was the Wednesday. It was storming. Nobody wanted to go. Me, dad, and my brother-in-law, Rick said, we're going. We took a tent. We put it right in the middle of the half cut cornfield. And I shot my biggest buck ever. That morning, uh, in the middle, middle of a storm, we was sitting in a tent in the middle of the cut cornfield with no, no, no brush around it or nothing. Just plunked her right down the middle of a storm. 
always amazes me or the thought is how how that affects them you know i know because they're, they're extremely comfortable in the corn right now and you've got another block that you said that that has the corn up yeah and down you got below. stands around that other that yeah. other the, we got up yeah. i don't know dad dad says 14 or 18 14 something something like that we've got a whack load anyway uh yeah. around and so down the bottom the, the corn is up still down in the meadow so there's maybe i don't know 10 stands around it that you could hunt so i'm thinking you know you've got a pretty good opportunity there with both conditions and it's just a matter of picking which stand is going to be the one to to sit in right i mean it's a crapshoot <laughs> how many guys uh, do you hunt with <laughs> seven normally but that's a sad state too because scott can't hunt this year because he's got a herniated disc and he has taken morphine and painkillers to sleep at night and he's on crutches during the day to get to the bathroom and back to bed really so, yeah he is in bad shape so we're going to really miss him so we're down to six but usually it's seven guys but we got eight stands up top and we got we got eight stands down the bottom so there's no there's like with seven guys there's no shortage of stands we got lots to pick from yeah and no and then that uh, that gives you an opportunity to to split the the, you know the stands and and if they're they're not coming to the corn then they come to the cut corn and if they're vice versa so it's yeah i think you guys can have some good success and today Oh, man, I, I got really pumped today. And last night, this is something I don't normally get pumped over. My wife couldn't understand it. But last night, she was online till 11 o'clock last night. She found uh, a, uh, a store that was having specials on when they opened at 10 o'clock today. And there were some things that we wanted to get for the girls. So she wanted to be first in line when it opened. And then she found another store that she could order last night that would be ready to pick up at 11 and they'd hold it for her, so that was okay. And then we, she found another item she wanted in a store in Stratford, which is an hour's drive from us. And so she says, We're, our work's cut out for us tomorrow morning. I hope you're coming. And I said, yep, I'm coming. What time are we leaving the house? She says, 6 o'clock. I said, well, the store doesn't open at 10. She says, yep, <laughs> but we're going to be first in line. At quarter, after, yeah, at quarter after 5, she is yanking my leg. Get up, get up, come on, get up. And because it was shopping, instead of waiting for her in the car, she's out the door at 10 to 6. Like she's, she's and and I've got a chirper. You, you get up that early to do that? That's <laughs> ridiculous. So we were in line before 6.30, 7 degrees, howling wind. It was cold blowing through that parking lot, huge parking lot. And I'm sitting, leaning, kind of leaning on one of those uh, garbage bins and kind of half sitting on it. And I've got three or four shirts. I got a hoodie. I got my leather coat, my gloves, got my, my hands tucked under my arms, and I am freezing. And uh, she says, well, why don't you run across the A&W? They open at 6 and get a breakfast sandwich and a coffee. So I did that, and I brought us back a breakfast sandwich and a coffee. And, I mean, oh, the wind was... The, the intent was that you, not just you go, you, you go and bring one back. That's right. So, she has a okay. place in line. A, we had to be uh, first. He's been and, trained well, Bill. People started, yeah. people, people started coming shortly after we got there. When they opened, there was about 25 people in line waiting at 10 o'clock for this to open. However, I'm sitting there, and I'm happy, you know. And, I'm, and she says, why are you so happy? I said, because see how cold it is? She says, it's freezing. See the wind? She says, yeah. I said, I'm not sitting in it this year. I'm sitting in a nice, cozy, booner <laughs> thunderdome. And no wind, no rain, no nothing. Oh, I said, I am pumped. I See what I normally sit in? She says, well, you're crazy. And I said, and you're not? <laughs> Four hours before a store opens. 
<laughs> we did it. We got everything we wanted there. Crossed the, to the other store, picked that up. Off to Stratford. 12.30, we're having our lunch in the Stratford Mall. Got Went home through Elmer so we could get cheaper gas. And then we got home about 4 o'clock. And Tom nice. took off the sight in his gun. I went out to check the fields with my binoculars. Well, I can see some of the lines from the road and uh, see what I could see. And the corn was off. So it is going to make it easier uh, to get you into the stand, though. I am excited about that. Yeah. Any, that corn off. any sightings tonight to you while you were glass in the field? No, didn't see any deer or anything. But, I did. Uh, Three is in the you? field beside the gun club. Well, that's where they know they're safest when you're shooting. Yeah. Like literally they were probably a hundred yards from the target I was shooting at. So I was a hundred yards shooting at the target. They were a hundred yards the other side of it up behind the berm. Yeah. Yeah. That's, it's amazing. I think there was a, you, you guys told the story about your, the, the other club there where the turkeys walked right across. Where you were same club. Trap, yep. Right? Same, same place on the, uh, uh, on the opposite <laughs> side of the, of the club. Now, it's when we went amazing. down, when we went down last night to trap shoot, when Todd dropped yep. his gun, in the field right next when to the gun Todd club, dropped his deer, gun because I saw. I said, "There's there's deer in the field right there." Dad actually seen him. Yep. He had to make sure he told you that. Yep. <laughs> I'm you know, the, the interesting thing is, I haven't seen a deer in the the regular fields. You know, when I was coming home from work there for the last few weeks, I'd see see two bucks in the field right across the street from from my gun club, basically, in, in Cookstown. Uh, as I was driving home, they'd be there pretty much every day. And then I'd drive a little bit further up the highway, uh, north to my exit, there'd be another two or four in, in the field. I haven't seen deer a week, week and a half. It is October so. 28th. I'm saying the rut's full going on or about to be. It's, it's about to be. And you know what? I, I got a picture from my dad. Um, he's got one of those cell cameras so he doesn't have to go into the bush all the time and uh, I got the first picture of a buck on camera last night at 12am so you know if we uh, can only get them to switch switch their clocks around mm-hmm. and, and come out in the, in the course of the day but I, I really do think that with the cold weather and the cold snap that we've got you get a hot rut is going to yep. kick and it's going to be the first week of the year those bucks are going to get stupid and they're going to start chasing does and I'm excited about getting up to the deer camp this year mm-hmm so I am too, because I'm more ready this year than I, I think I ever have been. Well, it, it, which surprises me. I've been me pushing well. them. I've been pushing them. Oh, I, please, you've I, been pushing I wanted me. to get this blind, <laughs> get a bot, get the tower built, and I've been pushing, pushing, yeah. pushing, pushing. And of course, then once we got it going and got it up and got it done, I kept the momentum going. Get your garage cleaned Look out. Let's get this. your let's yep. get well, the laundry some people done. Need a little bit more coaching <laughs> than yeah. the rest. I mean, we were he's ahead. gonna you take. You know what he said to me? He's gonna line, take your when that gun <laughs> fell over after he he's I was done. Look at the paper. I was done. Now I can't even hit the cardboard and or the the board. And he's I was done. And he says to me, I said, "Well, you're starting over. I'm starting over. I got to come back tomorrow night." And he says, "But at least it ain't Sunday night." Because that's what he's usually <laughs> yeah. sighting in his gun Sunday night, and it's getting dark, and then you're in that's panic mode. <laughs> he's exaggerating. Good grief! I know. You know what? There, there's certain things that I would say. Yeah, that doesn't sound right. That sounds right. <laughs> that sounds exactly right to me. <laughs> the other side of it would be that he shot his last bullet tonight, yeah. and he doesn't have any more. And now he's got to go find them. And if you don't have any in your gun, I went out. I went out and bought 40 bullets this last week. We, we, we were together, but we bought 40 bullets. I got the deal. It was my friend. And I think he's gone through most of them. 
already. Oh, come on. Come on. <laughs> I turned gun around and probably slid around the back of okay. the truck. So for, I came home tonight and I cleaned my gun. I've actually no. taken out my breech plug. I put choke tube lube on the breech plug, put the breech plug back in. I don't even know who I am anymore. Did you use that foam? And your foam, the aerosol in the can is gone. It's toast. You can't even get anything out of it. Same, oh. same as mine. Because it's so old. So no, I used my, I use other gun clean and solvent, but we're good. We're clean. We're ready to rock. Good deal. Yeah. So we'll, uh, we'll head north, get that, that done. You got your, your gun all sighted in. So, yep, it's, it's, like so when do you excuses. sight your gun in, Bill? So I, yeah, Saturday, Saturday morning. But it's in. Not he just in. takes a couple more shots. That's the all gun's I sighted did. in already. The no. gun is sighted in. Has You're been not the afraid it's moved for... at all or anything that's sitting no, in storage gets bumped. <laughs> I took three shots with mine. I went down with Rick. We sighted in his new one. I didn't mention mine because I took three shots. I was right on, so I just put it away. That's all I'm going to take, too. I'll take uh, one to clean the gun out with the, the lube that I had on it from last year's cleaning because I clean them every year. Todd Millard and then <laughs> so do uh, I dude, uh, take one at 50 and then I'll take one at 100 and 99.9% uh, .9 of the time nothing's moved and I'm good to go so I got the 30 out 6 I'm going to sight in and I'm oh yeah I'm you're not gun. shooting black powder either you're shooting full nope. blown high powered rifle yeah of course I am yeah yes. so that's a different story yeah it's a different story yeah but it, uh, it it's the same with my black powder I would do the exact same thing I would take a couple shots. I don't need to bring the tools out and adjust the scope and, and all that stuff, hopefully, because I take care not to drop them <laughs> from season to season. So, uh, but, Okay, so see, what have he, you got? He wouldn't have told you that if I hadn't sitting here. <sighs> no, I know. I didn't hear about that at all. I mean, I, I talked to him a couple right. times today because he was on fire this morning from the first time I, I woke up this morning. I was he lit up. I was message. lit up. I'm, I still am. He hasn't quit bit. all day. Yeah, this is it. <laughs> yeah, I still have. So, I still am a little bit. I could tell that story really quickly. Cause I it kind don't of, know if we want to get into that. You, that's like, I've only got a short time and that sounds like a long story. Yeah, well, and it's not that long. It just bothered me. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah I, got, I gathered that. I want to rant, Bill. Let me rant. <laughs> By all means. If you can keep the rant short and, and done, if you can I will. set your I'll leave names here. out and I'll, 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 I'll make it fast. So we sell Booner. We finally got our dealership, Millard Outdoors, for Booner Blinds, Maverick Blinds. So, Hello, caller. You're on the air. Which <laughs> bot are you today? <laughs> so, well, exactly. So, anyway, I had, I said, first five orders at cost. Let's get our dealership. This is what I need. Boom. I got inundated. So, I took the first five. I wasn't picking favorites. I don't know any of these people. Got the first five. Okay, if you guys pay, you're in. They paid. You're in. Done. Well, I had some people that were still like, hey, are you still doing that? Well, now now I've got the five. I got the deal. So now the next one, it's going to be marked up a bit because I'm not going to do it for free uh, because I got to get them. I got to do the arrangements. I got to I got to make the posts. I got to store them in my garage. I got to figure out how you got to get them. And it's a business. So but I'm not going to charge ridiculous amounts of money. I'm still going to make it fairly inexpensive. So my it, at, when I did it at cost, I said I, I was very transparent. Twelve fifty at cost, and let's just get them here. Shipping's like eight hundred U.S. dollars. I can only do five. The minute you go to six, it's a new pallet. That's another eight hundred U.S. dollars. You got to order another five because it doesn't make that doesn't make sense the price wise. So 
got to be in fives. So anyway, I had the guy, he was messaging, messaging me. I'm like, Hey, I'm, I'm trying. And, and I understand, let me get this. Let me make sure I'm not going to get hit with brokerage fees two weeks after. Cause that's happened to me before, because that could be a big hit. And, and then maybe it puts me right out of the game. We can't even sell them. And I really lose money. And my wife really does kill me because <laughs> these yeah. five blinds, I've already, I've already charged these guys. I've already paid 1250 Canadian dollars, no tax. Like that's all in shipped done. So for these six by like six panel, eight foot booner blinds with like windows, like insane. So I finally get it around that. Okay. I don't think I'm going to get hit with brokerage fees. It's been weeks now. I would have, I now can set a price. So I set the price at $1,500. So I, I, this gentleman had texted me, he called me and, and emailed me. So I replied to his email and said, okay, Hey, we're now ready to rock. I can take another five. I'm going to do it in blocks of five. Cause that's where it makes sense. Cause it's still 800 us dollars to ship. So in order to keep the, the price decent for everybody and me to make a little bit, it's going to be $1,500. So here you go. And, and he replied back with, it's fine. He's going, which great for him. He, he found a blind. His, his daughter brought it up from the States because the U.S. can come up. So apparently his daughter's in the States. He says, I just find it ridiculous that the blinds are half price after exchange in the U.S. And I'm going... I just was so transparent with everybody on my costs. So you know my costs. Now you know what I'm making because I just told you what I'm charging, <laughs> right? So I did one order at cost. Now you got the order. And half price after exchange? After exchange? Come on, that doesn't make sense. Yeah, right. So you're getting these blinds for $750 after exchange? You should buy them from him then. And that I, well, I, I replied and I just said this, I, I, Hey, I'm happy for you. I really am. Like, that's crazy. That's a great deal. Can you let me know the brand of that blind? And is it comparable? Because there's no way I'm going to sell these <laughs> if I can get those. <laughs> so you, you so I was a little Robert fired Hayward. up this morning after reading yeah. like, well, I can't believe that I can get it for half the price of what you're selling. Well, whoa, 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 whoa. A now come on. Are you being real? Because yeah. I'm thinking that price is still a killer price at fifteen hundred dollars. Yeah. Well, if I'm, your dad doesn't fall out of it and he can, you know, no. put it up on a platform and he's happy with it, yeah, so oh, yeah. a good price. Awesome. So, so yeah, I, maybe I'm, I've said too much. I, I won't am, mention names. I can't I just, wait to get in there and be cozy and no wind, no rain, and have all those windows and see all the way around me and right where I want. I've always wanted to be right in the hot spot. It's you awesome. are in the hot spot. So that's my wife. She says, I says, why are you so happy? I said, cause I'm going to be in this for a week and I'm going to be dry and warm. It's going to be great wonderful? for you. Okay, Bill. All you need. What's that? Uh, sorry. No, no, I, I was, I, I didn't mean to cut you off. That's all right. But I was just going to say all he needs is a little coffee maker and. Oh, jeez. Uh, don't, yeah, don't. A, little, a, little, a generator? Like what? How are you powering a coffee solar. maker? Solar power. Oh, gosh. <laughs> we put go. panels. Zip it. Zip will it. They, will they run a microwave? <laughs> yeah. A little toaster for, for breakfast sandwiches. Yeah, uh, no right doubt. Nine o'clock. Just make sure I'm in my in my stand well, first. That's what I said. Yeah. Like when I ran across this morning and got that breakfast for my wife and I at six o'clock standing out in the cold, A&W was open and I went and got us a, a breakfast sandwich and, and a coffee and it hit the spot. Coffee yeah. helped. It made me comfy. I was fine. I said, I'm good to go now. I said, I wished I could get something nice and warm like that. I said, I can take a thermos of coffee with me, but I don't know what to do for 
for a nice warm breakfast. She says, I'll get you some, some, uh, what do you call them? Breakfast bars with some protein. She says, says you can have <laughs> a, a breakfast bar and a cup of coffee and, and to take. That's protein. what I have. I said, yeah. awesome. Yeah. Okay. So I'm so ready to rock this year. I even went and bought a new thermos. This is what I do to get ready. So now everybody knows what I, I sight my gun in. I, I make a list. You reset your gun in. After you set your gun in. <laughs> <laughs> I was laughing at what Bill said. Here, <laughs> Jen. She's, she goes, oh, he can't. You say that with a straight face. You made a list. <laughs> anyway, so I make my lunches, and I even had enough time. I had to buy a new oh. fur. <laughs> Jen's still growing. He and makes we, his need lunches. A, we need a thicker door on the studio. And <laughs> and I I bought a new thermos. So that's me done. I'm ready to go. You ready to go? I'm ready to rock. My pack is still probably loaded from last year. That my antlers, my calls. I just got to throw it on and go. So that reminds me, you got my rattling antlers because I haven't got them. I don't go look in the garage. (laughs) So (laughs) you didn't find them when you cleaned it? Maybe go look in the garage. (laughs) Anyway, so for newer hunters, and that Bill, I would rather instead of me who's way more organized, somebody as yourself, if you can walk us through, what does Bill do? What from, from now till you're in the stand? Oh, from now. I've started a week ago getting her before a I went to Montreal. Ago. Yeah, for sure. For before I went okay. to Montreal. And that, I was from even a week ago that, right? until you're in the stand. Holy yeah, I'll give you crap. the, the Reader's Digest condensed yeah. version of this because, it, you know, for me, I'm all about lists. In case you, you didn't know uh, that. Me too. I, I have me too. A, I, I, yeah, I, I live yeah, by lists. I can see it. Smack him for lying because that's probably something <laughs> I shouldn't do. But this, uh, I, I got a list that I started back in, I don't know, 2017 that I add to take away from depending on what the situation of the year is. And this year's a little different because we don't have the, you know, that the other property I've talked about in the podcast before. So yeah. I got to hunt differently. I got to, uh, last night I was out in the hunting shed gathering uh, some things that I had thought about because we're we're not going to be able to, to tent and the Taj Mahal doesn't exist yeah, this year. Yeah, you're going to be out so in the cold. I'll be out in the elements. So I got my heater bodysuit out, which I, I have and I haven't used in a few years because on cold, windy days, I would sit in a tent it's with like a heater. giant sleeping bag. It, it, the heater bodysuit, in case everybody, I've talked about this before, is the absolute best investment that you can make for somebody who doesn't have a tent because it is like a giant sleeping bag. It, it folds around you um uh, over your shoulders it's got two straps on it you step into it it's quilted like three quarters inch thick quilted material it's got legs but no arms right it's got legs but no arms you're right because the 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 zipper goes right up the front and you're like in a little cocoon there it's comfortable it's warm uh, a little bit bulky to take out of the stands um you know uh you don't wear it to the stand. You carry no, it. You roll. You roll it up in a little pack. It, it comes in like a sleeping bag, like you would roll up, and it's got backpack straps that you uh, clip together on it. You throw it over your shoulders, and I take my pack, and then I throw it over on top of my pack. And what's it called? It's, it's pretty. It's a heater bodysuit, is what it's called. Yeah, no, I got it at uh, sale. And I there's wouldn't be there. able to put that on up in the stand. I fought all the stand trying to get it on. Well, then let's get well, you one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, you sit in there you is. sit on the stand yep the heater body suit you sit on the seat you put your legs into it you stand up you throw it over your shoulders that cross brace elastic band crisscrossed over your shoulders and you're good to go 
So you can, I like it because I can dress a little bit uh, lighter if I'm going deeper into the into the woods, and then I can throw that on and be be comfortable. I use it while I'm sitting on the ground. It comes with an orange. Uh, it comes with an orange cover on top so that you're legal with the, the right amount of hunter orange that you, that you have. And uh, oh, it, for for this year, that's going to be used. So I got that out. But what else I got was. Uh, uh, a portable tree stand and three uh, attached steps. They're uh, ladders that are coming in three different sections, and I made sure I packed that this year too because we're all about going to make it happen this year. We're so, going to make it happen. You're yeah. taking like the podcast <laughs> motto. I like it. Yeah, I like it too because this is kind of the mantra because I got to think this year like I was the hunting mantra. in County Bush. It, it's new. I've got Violet is sitting at my island right now. I get her little arts and crafts project. I went to the dollar store and I bought a, a pack of uh, um, clothes pegs and some uh, red and white reflective tape. And she's putting the red reflective tape on one side and the <laughs> white on the other side. So when I uh, go into my tree stand, I, I clip these um, reflective clothes pegs on the path that I take in because it's not a cut path. Uh, I'm walking to a spot where I'm scouting the day of and it, when it becomes dark and I'm in the middle of the woods up in northern Ontario and there's no light sound or whatever, I need a way out of the bush. <laughs> so these clothes pegs become my landing strip to get back I when I like shine the it. flashlight on them. Yeah. I and like it. it. It's to get deep into the bush where the big bucks are, are, are on this property that I'm hunting. It's places where I've never spent a whole lot of time. So the cues and the, and the recognizing the trees and the landmarks and stuff in dark with no moon, it's going to need some assistance. So Violet's helped me out by making these clothes pegs to uh, that is get so me out, cool. of, out of the bush. Yeah. That so, is awesome. Yeah. That's so that's, that's yep. that. So you've What's got, you, well, you've got, you've, so you've got, to, you've got to have some anxiety then kicking because <laughs> you're out of your element right now. You're normally going to the comfy Taj Mahal. Okay. So you got your, your, your heater suit that you don't normally have to take. You've now yep. got clothes pegs <laughs> that now you have to take. Yep, I've got my tree stand that I'm going to pack into a spot that I don't normally take. You haven't even you know, put there, it out yet, all eh? sorts of, well, There's all sorts of things that are just out of my own, but you're absolutely right. So I, I, I'm really pumped up that the one spot that I, I do have uh, is in a, in a field that we've seen there in lots, but I'm all about plan B, right? So I, I got to look at uh, other options and think about, look, I've been looking at aerial photos and top uh, topographical maps to try to figure out some of the, uh, the pinch points and spots uh, that, you know, give me a little bit of a head start. It's not like this bush is brand new that I've never hunted or walked before. I mean, I've been walking around it for 15 years, but uh, I, I don't spend a whole lot of time hunting outside of the spots that we've developed for ourselves. And this year it's, it's all new, like starting all over again. So, but yeah, so doing that and getting uh, getting everything packed, clothes washed, uh, uh, the uh, the hunting bins, boots, all that kind of stuff, ready to, to put in the back of the van so that Saturday morning be uh, before eight a.m. I'm on the road and up up to the camp. So, and that's good. Well, you know, the first time, well, when I put my stand in my two man tree stand in down at the bottom, in the middle of the hardwoods off the side of the meadow. For the first time, a couple of times going in, I had a heck of a time finding it in there in the dark. <laughs> and I put 
fluorescent headed. Yeah, he did. <laughs> yeah, I had put fluorescent headed thumbtacks in the trees in the daytime, and then I could flash my light, and they would show up and get me from tree to tree, until I got into where the landmarks, like the hillside and this log, yeah. would lead me right to the stand. And after a while now, I could when pitch back, no light at all. I know the landmarks, like the, the certain trees with that log on the ground, and I can get right in and out pretty good. And it made me wonder why it was so hard the first few times, but it really was. And somebody told me just last year, I said, they said, uh, I went in, I think it was Scott. He said, I went into your stand in the hardwoods. I said, you find it all right? Said, yeah, I used my flashlight. You got those tacks in the trees. You know, I forgot all about it. And they're still there <laughs> after 40 years. They're That's still awesome. There. <laughs> I forgot all about it. Makes, did, makes a big difference, you know? you know. And, and I, there, there's been many times that up in the county bush that without those pegs, I guarantee you, I'd still be walking around now trying to yeah. find my way out. Because it, it just gets, you're, you're out of your element. It looks, everything in the dark there when there's no moon and stuff kind of looks the same. And, and oh, uh, I've, I've been yeah. tripped around. Yeah, I've been tripped around a couple of times. I know exactly what you mean. Unfamiliar territory in the dark. It's And you turn your light on and it just, it just shines from this tree to this tree to this tree and nothing looks right. Yep. I've never had this problem. <laughs> yeah, because you hunt right on the you know the side of the cornfield. You just follow the corn row right out of your truck, and you're fine. I mean, when, you, when you're actually hunting in the getting into the deep woods and stuff, it, it's a little bit different. You got that right. <laughs> I hunt where the deer are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I've heard that. <laughs> so okay, so you've got all that around. You get to the to camp this week. Then what? You're going out. We know you're going to sight your gun in on the Saturday. Yep. So What's Saturday, Sunday look like? Well, Saturday, Sunday is actually going to be a pretty good, pretty uh, low-key day because we're going to bow hunt. Uh, we can bow hunt. Oh, yeah. Bow you guys go week, bow so. hunt on the Sunday. And yeah, so, so let me ask because to me, I this would be more excitable for, for me in, in my head that now you're hunting a newer area that you've not hunted before. Are you more excited or are you still depressed over losing the Taj Mahal area? Well, I, I will definitely depressed over losing Taj Mahal area. I'm excited about learning and seeing some new opportunity in new bush. Yeah, because there could be monsters of, there that you just don't know. Could be. And you know what? Uh, like I said earlier, the, I just saw the first buck on, on camera after a long time t- t- today. My dad sent that picture to me. But what, what uh, the, the nerve-wracking point is I don't know what I don't know. So I, I got thinking about this actually on the way home from work today. I was sitting in the car thinking that, you know, if I go out Sunday and I see a buck that meets my criteria in I'm bow hunting, I'm not rifle hunting. Do I take it or do I wait to see if something else is bigger for the rifle rifle hunt? And all day long, I'm, I'm saying I take it, <laughs> you know, but that leaves me in a different state or a different position for the rest of the week because now I'm, you know, essentially having to to pick and choose what we shoot because we hunt a little bit different than you guys there. If it's if it's brown, it's down. Not necessarily, <laughs> but for us, we uh, <laughs> we kind of hunt our own tags for the, the first one, and if the second one comes out and it's a monster, then then we we take it. But it's uh, it's going to be a little nerve wracking if that big ticket uh, eight point shows up on uh, the bow hunt on Sunday, and I have to make the decision whether I hunt and shoot that one, and I sit and read a book for a See, week. See, and or... Scotty would say to you, "What's it matter if you shoot it Sunday or Monday?" Yeah, I know, and that's uh, I was thinking about those type of conversations uh, on the way home, right? So because Scotty's done that on the Saturday, we'll go bow hunting before the black powder, and a buck walks out and he shoots it, and I'm like, dude. We couldn't, like, we should. He's like, what's the matter if it's today or Monday? 
Yeah. I'm like, we share the meat anyway. Oh, it, 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 yeah. We're part of the camp. That, we, that's we're a good all... answer, right? Because you're right. We split the meat anyway. It's just, yeah, yeah. good answer. You know, and, and there's nobody in the camp that's going to get upset if, you know, I, I burn a tag on, on Sunday and, you know, I'm, I'm there. And if another opportunity comes up, we, we talk about it. We, we make a decision as a camp. Like if by Wednesday, you know, the, the doe, the, the, we haven't filled tags and a, a deer walks out in front of me that doesn't walk out in front of my, my brother, TJ, or my dad. Yeah. I mean, it's, we want to put some meat in the pool and put some meat in the freezer too. So. We'll, give, we'll make it happen. I know we will. It's going to be a good season. It's going to be different, but I can see some deer hanging by, by Wednesday and um, we'll be good rocking and rolling. Awesome. Be so, glad to hear from it next next time we talk to you. Yeah, it'll be uh, soon, I hope. And I'm hoping that you guys will be able to send some pictures and videos or whatever you do, you do with the uh, Hey Folks Todd coming at you posts that I, <laughs> I, I get. Uh, um, Todd's had a request to take some pictures and send them to some guy on the inside of my blind. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah I did. Yeah, you yeah, get the uh, pictures hung up on the wall yet? What what pictures? Well, I figured that if it's gonna you're gonna make it home, you're gonna have to have a few previous hunt pictures up there for uh, memory purposes. Oh, you and mean at the, at the at the blind? Yeah, in your 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 new your Taj Mahal. Oh, I I'd, have, have, I'd be afraid of him hitting the wall some, <laughs> somehow, and then every one of those pictures go bang, 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 and hammering down. And yeah, no, no, I no, can Bill. honestly say I have not been into the blind since we put in the last screw to hold. He, it in he place. tried. He was going in to put a carpet in <laughs> yesterday, and I said, "Okay, why? Why are you going to put a carpet in?" And he says, "I'm gonna have to muse Mike here because he's gonna overtalk me." He says. Well, in case I drop something and I said, right. So we said that we even, even doing all this work two weeks before the hunt was too close to the hunt, but the deer are hopefully still there. So you're going to go in five days before the hunt and put down carpet. Well, okay. It, let, let me put this into perspective for you, dad. If you drop something in the blind and there's no deer there to hear it, did it really make a sound? <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> Am I right, Bill? I'll Am tell I you right? <laughs> Do you need the carpet if you've chased all the deer away what, going in to put the carpet in? What actually happened, Bill, was I wanted to go in and... and he wasn't and, telling me. I had to hear it from my wife and then get in front of it via text. <laughs> I wanted to go... Like, when we put the last screw in, I wanted to go back in a day or so, take the wheelbarrow and take in the heater buddy, the canisters of propane, the stuff yeah. in my backpack... The, the I wanted to do all that, that when we put the last screw in. And I want I do all that. When I put the Taj Mahal up, that's exactly what I yep. do on the Saturday. I put the heater in yep. the, the, the day before, two days before I go out there, my chair, everything that I would hunt with on Monday morning, I put in yes. two days the before. The chairs Mon are there, the little table's yes. there, everything's there. All that's there. But I wanted to get the rest in, and then every time I wanted, for the next four or five days, something <laughs> come up. Or somebody's going to come with me, and they'd cancel. And I know it's going to take two to lift that carpet up, unroll it, and put it in. And so I just never got there until finally my son-in-law said, well, I can go on such and such a day. And and I'm thinking, nah. Well, in fact, Todd said to me, No, you were going. I got in front of it. Jen says, did you know your dad's going there to put in some carpet? What? Uh, get me my phone. He said, sabotage. That's yeah, sabotage right there is what but it is. But I had already been thinking, should I or shouldn't I? Yeah, that'll be a first. 
<laughs> I was already thinking, should I or shouldn't I? Well, then did you hear that, Jen? Dad was thinking. Yes, and then, and then I found well. But the reason Jen knew was because they had made some arrangements for that day, and then Glenda said, "I got to do this, I got to do that." And Jen said, "Well, why don't we do this, and why don't you do that?" Well, Don's not going to be here. And then I thought, okay, well, I heard her say that over the phone. What ain't I going to be here for? And she told me. I said, well, I'll cancel. Well, then in the meantime, my phone beeps and he goes, seriously? And I said, no, it's canceled, dummy. Yeah, it's canceled. <laughs> I'll repeat again. Too much if you to drop do. something on the floor of the blind and there's no deer there to hear it, does it make a sound? <laughs> or does it freaking matter? Either way. I have honestly say I have not been in for two weeks. Yeah. So well, Monday morning can't come soon enough. I tell you right now. So I will uh, be shooting you a picture from Sunday afternoon. Cause I'll be somewhere in the bush with a crossbow in hand and a giant buck, hopefully having to make a decision whether I pull the trigger or not. No, there's no decision so, to make. If it's no how many decision. points do you pull it? Six, no, eight. Yes. <sighs> Eight no, ten yes. Do we need to get your brother on the phone for this one? Yeah, I'll text him right now. (laughs) He would tell you the same thing. If it's six or better, we're pulling the trigger. Six or better. Six or better, we're pulling the trigger. Because we don't do inches here at the Redneck Country, folks. It's all about the points. So six or better. Wow, I wasn't going to go six. Yeah, well. Yeah. But Scotty, I'll tell you. We'll see. What's the difference if you shoot it on Sunday or if you shoot it on Monday? Yeah. That's it's, true. It's there in front of you on Sunday. It might not be there on yeah. Monday. What'd you tell me one time? I told you that lots. A actually. bird in the hand is better than two in the bush. <laughs> That's the way it is. Either way, it's coming. We're going to talk about it. Good talking to you, Bill. It was it was great. Best of luck, gentlemen. We'll talk yeah. to you soon. Appreciate you it. All pumped up and ready to go now. Good deal. Keep us in the loop. And that'll do it for this week, folks, for the Redneck Country Podcast. I'm Bill, the Almost Guy Tom. And I'm Todd. And thanks for listening. And folks, if you want to be part of the podcast or you want to give us some feedback or really contact us about anything, feel free to email us at podcast at theredneckcountry.com. Again, that's podcast at theredneckcountry.com. Thanks for listening. Talk to you again next week.